Hello family of Grace, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition and today our Wonder Chapter is Genesis Chapter 29 and as usual, let's start off with a word of prayer. Oh my love, God, I want to thank you for this wonderful day, I want to thank you for the gift of life, I want to thank you for the gift of provision. I want to thank you for always being there for us, I want to thank you for guiding us and always showing us the love and for always being there for us and as we start this day and as we prepare this day, Whatever we're going to do, may you send in your Holy Spirit to come and guide us, to come and protect us, and be with us in everything that we do. God is believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who to us. Amen. So, welcome, welcome, welcome. So, today's Wonder Chapter, Genesis Chapter 29. Jacob arrives in Padan Aram. Then Jacob continued to his journey, on his journey, and came to the land of the eastern peoples. There he saw a well in the open country with three flocks of sheep lying under near it because the flocks were watered from that well. The stone over the mouth of the well was large. When all the flocks were gathered, the shepherds would roll the stone away from the well's mouth and keep and water the sheep. Then they would return the stone to its place over the mouth of the well. Jacob asked the shepherds, My brothers, where are you from? We are from Haran, they replied. He said to them, Do you know Laban, Nahor's daughter? Yes, we know him. Nahor's grandson? Yes, we know him, they answered. Then Jacob asked, Is, is, is he well? Yes, he is, they said. And here comes his daughter, Rachel, with a sheep. Look, he said, the sun is still high. It is not yet time for the flocks to be gathered. Water the sheep and take them back to the pasture. We can't, they replied, until all the flock, flocks are gathered and the stone has been rolled away from the mouth of the well. Then we will water the sheep. When he was still talking with them, Rachel came with his father's sheep, for she was a shepherd. When Jacob saw Rachel, daughter of his uncle Laban, and Laban's sheep, he went over and rolled the stone away from the mouth of the well and watered his uncle's sheep. Then Jacob, Jacob kissed Rachel and began to weep loud. He had told Rachel that he was a relative of his father and a son of Rebekah. So she ran and told her father. As soon as Jacob had the news about, as soon as Laban had the news about Jacob, his sister's son, he hurried to meet him. He embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his home. And there Jacob told him all the things. Then Laban said to him, You are my own flesh and blood. Jacob marries Leah and Rachel. After Jacob had stayed with him for a whole month, Laban said to him, Just because you're a relative of mine, should you work for me for nothing? Tell me your wages. Tell me what your wages should be. Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the older one was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Rachel. Leah had weak eyes, but Rachel had a lovely figure and was beautiful. Jacob was in love with Rachel and said, I'll work for you seven years in return for your younger daughter, Rachel. Laban said, It is better that I give her to you than to some other man. Stay here with me. So Jacob served seven years to get Rachel, but seemed like only a few days to him because of his love for her. 
Then Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife, my time is completed, and I want to make love to her. So Laban brought together all the people of the place and gave a feast. That evening came, he took his daughter Leah and brought her to Jacob, and Jacob made love to her. And Leah gave and Laban gave his servant Zipla to his daughter as an attendant. When morning came, there was there was Leah. So Jacob said to Laban, What is this you have done to me? I served you for Rachel, didn't I? Why have you deceived me? Laban replied, It's not our custom to give the younger daughter in marriage before the older one. Finish this daughter's bridal week, then I'll give you for the younger one also. In return for another seven years of work. Then Jacob did that, so he finished the week with Leah. And then Laban gave him his daughter Rachel to be his wife. Laban gave his servant Bilhah to his daughter Rachel as her attendant. Jacob made, Rash made love to Rachel also. And his love for Rachel was greater than that for Leah. And he worked for Laban for another seven years. Jacob's children. When the Lord saw that Leah was not loved, he enabled her to conceive. But Rachel remained childless. Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Reuben. For, for she said, It's because the Lord has seen my misery. Surely my husband will love me now. She conceived again and she gave birth to a son. She said, Because the Lord heard that I am not loved, give me this one too. So he named him Simeon. Again, she conceived. When she gave birth to a son, she said, No, at last my husband will be more attached to me because I have borne him three sons. So he named him Levi. She, con she conceived again and, and she gave birth to a son. She said, This time I'll praise the Lord. So he named him Judah. Then she stopped having children. Wow. And that was our wonder chapter for today and looking at the story of jacob of how he married leah and rachel so what do we learn from this story the first thing that really captured my mind today was verse 13. as soon as Laban had the news about jacob his sister's son, he hurried to meet him. He embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his home. And there Jacob told him all the things. Are you seeing how funny it is that how Jacob was being chased from his homeland? Yeah, because Esther wanted to kill him. And he's now in a new place. And are you seeing how he's being welcomed? This just shows you how the Lord will prepare a place for you. Amen. Jacob had no idea of how they're going to receive him. Maybe he even thought like, eh, maybe Laban is going to judge me. That's how I stole my brother's blessings. And maybe he will not accept me in. So, Jacob, you might find he was in some dire state of confusion and all that stuff but he trusts the lord he waits and he goes and are you seeing how the lord had prepared his welcome 
like he did not expect it. In the same vein, we should notice that the Lord will will prepare where he wants us to be, the same way he prepared for Jacob to be received. It really does not matter. It does not really care about where we are coming from. He does not. But he gives him the best. The best welcome, the best homecoming anyone could dream of. And when we continue to verse 15, what does verse 15 tell us? Laban said to him, just because you're a relative of mine, should you work for me for nothing? Tell me what your wages are. It also shows us once again that hard work is always rewarded. He was, Laban was able to see how hardworking Jacob was and decided to pay a price for his service. It just reminds us not to take advantage of our relatives, of our friends, of our brothers. Just, just because they owe us something does not mean that we should mistreat them. We shouldn't pay them their wages. No. Give what belongs to Caesar to Caesar. Pay them. Be a Christian. And we saw how hardworking Jacob was. That from verse 28, and Jacob did so, he finished a week with Leah, and then Laban gave him his daughter, Rachel, to be his wife. He worked so hard. Hmm? First, he worked for seven years to get Leah. And he worked for seven more years to get racial. And this is an affirmation of how hard work is rewarded. Trust me, God is really seeing the effort that you put in. The effort that you put in to build your faith with him. He's seeing everything. And he's going to bless you. He's going to open doors for you. He, he, does not, he does not let it go like that. The Lord is seeing everything that she's going through. And we should always, always, always work hard for both, to build both our relationship with fellow Christians and our relationship with the Lord. We ought to work Hard. And if you continue to verse 31, what does verse 31 tell us? Verse 31 of today's wonder chapter. When the Lord saw that Leah was not loved, he enabled her to conceive, but Rachel remained childless. The Lord will always be there for you. He sees your suffering. He sees your pain. Whether they, whether they hate you, whether they don't care about you, no matter what they do, it's okay. It's okay. Let them talk. Let them do what they want to do. Let them call you names. The Lord sees your suffering and he's going to be there for you. He's going to award you. He's going to take care of you. You see how Leah was? She was in pain. She was not loved. 
and now God opened her womb and gave her children. And if you continue reading from 33, 33 to 35, she kept on producing and producing and producing. Why? Because once God blesses you, because once God decides to bless you, your cup will overflow with blessings. You will be a walking rain of blessings. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but you get the point. And lastly, my favorite, favorite verse from today's wonder chapter had to be verse 35. What does it say? She conceived again, and when she gave birth to a son, she said, this time I'll praise the Lord. So he named him Judah. And then she stopped having children. I will praise the Lord. Do not forget to thank the Lord always for any small thing. Don't take it for granted. When you wake up, say thank you, God. Not everyone wakes up every day. And we all know that. So learn to be thankful to God. Learn to be thankful to God. Appreciate. If God, if God does for you something, tell him thank you. And surely he will do it for you again. And that's what I had for you today. Take time. Sit down. Read Genesis chapter 29. What do you get? Tell us what do you understand. The Lord can use one message to send. The, the, the Lord can use one word to send thousand messages. What do you understand? Tell us. And at the end of the day, we really want to listen to you. You can email us dailygracewithalanatyahoo.com or you can send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter at dailygracewithalan.com Oh, my love, God, I want to thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of provision. I want to thank you that you have enabled us to be here every day. Father, I want to thank you for always being there for us. We don't take it for granted. I want to thank you for always listening to our cries, always seeing us suffer, and for always coming to help us, to always rushing to be with us. That even if people laugh at us, make fun of us, you always come through for us, O oh Lord. We don't take it for granted. We're going to be protecting us. We're going to be showing us love. We're going to be being there for us. We're always believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your son, Jesus Christ, who gives us strength. Amen.